What is up, everybody, and welcome to The Well-Rounded Coach. I'm your host, Dylan King of Flambeau Fit. I've been a coach for nearly a decade now, and now I train people online and in person. Not only am I a proud trans man myself, but I've been a vocal advocate in sharing my personal story to help educate others, and I've been doing so since 2017. I am a true believer in manifesting the life of your dreams through visualization and meditation. Every other episode will be joined by my best friend, Jimmy, who's an all-around amazing guy, super passionate about data, equity, and making sure people feel seen and are cared for. We're going to be diving in deep, all things fitness, family, and how to feel good about being you. Our goal for this podcast is to help as many people as possible live the life you know you deserve. So tune in and see how you can live your best life using the time, resources, and community you have. Let's go. Let's go. All right, so we're going to dive back into a little bit more of a coaching topic for this, uh, I would say this week, but this month. And it might feel heavy to some people. And honestly, I truly hope that somebody listening has or everybody listening, has some small aha moment as me and Jimmy talk about nutrition. You know, I think diet culture can feel crushing. I think it can make us feel like we have to be eating a certain way to be deemed beautiful, to be deemed healthy, and that in turn that makes you, say, a better person. But it's not, in fact, that way at all. And it's a shame that most of us really beat ourselves up about what we eat, um, you know, and essentially like how we look like we eat, you know, because the other thing that leads into this is if you're a larger, you know, person, that could be genetics, that could be medication, it could be literal stress something more medical, you know, and isn't directly attached to what you eat or what kind of life you live, whether it's active or more of a sedentary lifestyle. But in turn, that this is the society that we live in. Um, I think we really do want to touch on the fact that there's no morality of food, right? There's not a good food and there's not a bad food. Are there food choices that support your goal more so than others? Are there foods that support your health more so than others? The answer is absolutely, right? But one, nutrition should serve a goal, you know, whether it is foods that give you more energy, make you feel better about yourself, make you happy in that moment is fine. But then we also need to talk about balance because balance is more than a hashtag. It's more than a joke, but it's a healthy way to truly believe You should be living your life and not that you just say because, you know, it feels right or you'll feel less judged if you say it's about balance while you're having something that's just an indulgent meal, an indulgent treat. Um, You know, but like when I do my six-week challenge, I really show people, hey, we're not punishing ourselves because of anything we eat. You just have a specific goal right now. So we're going to eat really clean and we're going to be really mindful about the quality of foods we're putting in. And yeah, we're going to count, you know, some numbers here because you all join this challenge with a specific goal in mind. So food should push us towards our goals and our goal could be maintenance. Our goal could be like, I feel fine the way I am. So I want to stay this way. And that is 
great. I love when people want maintenance as a goal because that person is happy. The person is happy and comfortable in their skin. You know, and let's say there are some changes that you want to make to your body via nutrition. There's nothing wrong with that. But make sure that that goal is set with a healthy intention for yourself, not a self-loathing or self-shaming goal. So, and I think that's another thing about nutrition is we all think that, oh, well, we really need to go on this diet because there's something wrong with me that I need to change. No, like it's not about dieting. It's, you know, and even in my course, I tell people like there are crash diets. Do they work? Yes. Do they work for better for some people than others? Absolutely. But what are they at the end? They're a tool. They're not a long term. I'm not going to be keto for the rest of my life. I'm not going to fast for the rest of my life. I'm not going to do whole 30 for the rest of my life or paleo for the rest of my life. Right. Are they tools? Yes. Uh, There are safe ways to use them in lengths of times to use them. But when I'm talking about safe, I'm also talking about your mental health and your emotional relationship with food, because that's the largest thing I run into. We run into um, like we work out because we feel guilty for what we're eating. So now not only is our mindset affecting, you know, my mood after I eat, whether I'm disappointed in myself or not, but now it's also driving this more hated feeling of working out because I did this to myself. I have to put myself through this sweat, through this pain, because I decided to go gorge at brunch with my friends. Absolutely not. It's a 90-10, right? Main thing, I, I drive this with my clients so much. When you are just on a normal routine, there are no events coming up in your life, then yeah, eat wiser, eat more balanced, like plan your foods. It's just a regular work week. You got nothing planned this weekend, like just eat the best you can. But if your birthday comes up or you finally have a weekend where all your friends can get together, because as adults, we know that that comes fewer and far between. If you're to a point where you have a weekend you're going to enjoy, then use that 10%. Go out there, enjoy your food. And you know what? You don't have to work out for punishment on Monday. You don't have to be sad. You don't have to fast for an entire day. Like, we really need to think about or change the way society has made us feel, um, you know, through the course of us growing up, because that's really where all these feelings derive from. You know, if we think about being raised, making happy plates, like you can't get up from the table till you make a happy plate. But what if you're full? right? What if you're genuinely full? That is your body's way of saying, I have enough nutrients right now to get me through, right? And when we overeat because we are forced to make that happy plate as we were growing up, then that turns into, you know, a little bit more food than our body needs or can digest. And that turns into stored body fat. There's nothing wrong with having body fat. But I'm just saying that if we change the way we think about, say, making that happy plate, right? and we go into saying, I am satisfied, then that's our body's cues of telling us we have fulfilled what nutrients it was needing at that meal. Um, That can also turn into closet eating, which I've had experience with as a nutrition coach. People don't want to monitor what they're eating, and they also don't want people to know. So they might eat fast food really quickly in their car and and stash the trash somewhere. Um, They might just eat say, I will say shitty food, right? Like something that's more indulgent, like a McFlurry or whatever, something they're not proud for people to know that they eat, which is ridiculous. 
If we are 90% of the time taking care of our bodies, putting good food in, then there is no problem having a craving and fulfilling it. Um, you know, this even goes in like when I tell my clients around holidays, like, yeah, I'm not going to give y'all real restrictions around holidays because the holiday season is one season out of the year. Um, and you are meant to enjoy the season. It's why they're there. You know, now, do you need to eat all of everything and gorge? No, but that's also if someone is on a track towards a goal. If you're okay with where you're at and you're okay with maintaining where you're at through the holiday season and then proceeding towards your goal after holidays are done, then you do you, boo, and you go ahead and eat that food and leave the mental guilt or the punishment workouts alone. Like you should just be working out like normal, say after a free weekend of letting yourself enjoy yourself. Um, now it goes into a little bit different when I have clients that are really, really working towards a goal, you know, I'll have a little bit more, um, not restraints. I never tell people you can't have that, right? I just tell them, this is the effect of the food that you want. This is the goal that you want. Does it lead you there? Right. And is there a better option that would satisfy that craving, you know, but this is also somebody who would be on a six week, eight week, 12 week course on their way towards a goal and not someone who is just liking to be a happy, healthy, well-rounded, balanced person. Like I said, being balanced is more than a catchy phrase to use when you don't want to feel guilty about what you're eating. There is a point I want you all to reach where you feel like you are balanced and this will also help your mental state and your emotional relationship with food. Um... Unfortunately, I have run into clients in the past that have had coaches during their adolescence, you know, have certain expectations and express them very, very in a not so good way, um, pretty much negative ways. And it leaves um, an emotional scar on people and leads people into, unfortunately, um, having some sort of eating disorder, you know, that takes years um, and I say years to get over, but right, this is almost like an addiction type thing where relapses are almost expected. We have to make sure our health, our mental health is up and up. And this is all curing like childhood trauma. If we really think about it, you know, we can talk about any type of trauma that say you have been or are in therapy for, you know, and you do really well for a little while. And I always preach that, you know, progress in anything you're working on is not linear. It's going to be up and down. But if you look at the overall beginning to where you are now, you know, in hopes, we, we, we are hoping that there is progress, even if there's, there's slopes here and there, and that, that's to be expected, and that is reality. So it's very much the same. If I have a bad emotional tie with food, relationship with food, and even through my fitness, because now I am, say, not eating for a day or two, I am doing a juice cleanse because I just ate and whatever, um, or I'm going to do these terrible workouts and I'm going to feel terrible about them because I know that like, that's what I want everyone to steer away from, right? There are relapses to be expected in our emotional negative ties to food and fitness, but that doesn't mean you failed. That doesn't mean that anything is wrong with you. It is actually very normal to have um, something like this going on with within yourself um, because that's the society most of us have been raised in. But there is a way out. It's always a work in progress, as is everything in our life. But my goal as a nutrition coach is to truly teach people there's nothing that you cannot have. Here's a way to have moderation. Um, 
yes, we will be more, say, strict or have higher expectations of ourselves and of our choices if we are goal-oriented at the moment. But if we are happy and just trying to be balanced and just trying to feel better, look a little bit better, and just have better energy, you know, um, then there is definitely a balanced way to do all of this. And that's my goal for all my clients. I don't want them to have to have nutrition coach for the rest of our lives. I really, truly try to plant the seeds of food is good for you. You need food to live, right? Nutrition, calories are literal units of energy. Your body needs energy to sleep. Your body needs energy to think. Your body needs energy to drive, to take care of your kids. Yes, to work out. Like your body burns calories and that is the fuel, right? Um, your, your food is. Now, we can, I can talk all day about nutrition and whether one carb is better than another, but what I really want to focus on is our relationship with food, how it makes us feel, how we can be more balanced in a serious matter, not a joking, hiding shame type of way. Um, So I think that this could be um, maybe a heavy conversation for some people. And I'm we are going to definitely try our best to not um, say anything that's triggering to anybody. But some things need to be said. And I really just hope that someone if not all of you, when the next episode comes out, has a real aha moment that makes you feel a little bit better, a little bit more proud of where you are, the knowledge you have, and know that there is nothing wrong with liking milk and cookies. There is nothing wrong with liking Fruity Pebbles. There is nothing wrong with wanting that whole pint of ice cream. There's time, place, you know, um, in moderation, all this stuff. Workout is not a punishment. It is a regular routine part of your life just to make you feel better overall, but not a punishment. So I'm really excited. I'm sure y'all can kind of tell I can totally nerd out on this subject. So when Jimmy comes on, I'm going to be definitely relying on him to keep me on track because there's just so many facets of nutrition we could get into. But first and foremost is going to be our emotional ties uh, to food because I want you to have a good relationship with food that is basically, it's almost like a first step to recovery. We've got to fix the way society has made us feel about uh, foods we intake. So looking forward to talking to y'all more in depth about your relationship with nutrition. Hey friends, we know that your life is busy and filled with all types of commitment, tasks, and obligations. So we thank you for you spending your time with us. We hope you are now feeling good about who you authentically are and how you should invest in yourself. If you don't take care of yourself, then you can't take care of others. That being said, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Subscribe and we'll talk at you next time.